0: The professional's choice. What's up, guys? I'm back to work after a few days off. Now, I'm hoping everybody is keeping healthy and safe and and doing what they they can and what they need to. And hopefully everybody is doing well out there that's, that's listening to this. I just drove by the very first... HVAC company that I worked for as a 19 year old. I was a student at uh, college going to uh, school for refrigeration and HVAC and during the summer I got a job and I drove by that place and this is going back now 22 years ago. It's incredible, but I drove by the building and instantly it was like yesterday. I was in there. It was it was this weird flashback that I got and all these memories started coming back me and, and some mistakes <laughs> that I made while I was there so I just want to go over some of those things I did I mean it's good and bad it's bittersweet because those mistakes I made helped shape me into the person I am today I, I, I believe that uh, wholeheartedly so that's why a lot of people say and, and, I've, and I've regurgitated that that make your mistakes early and learn from them Anyway, I'm going to get into more of that. This is going to be a short podcast. I'm going to get into these mistakes that I made with with that first company I worked for right now. This is the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC Tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry, discussing all things HVAC, from storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. So I had one year of college under my belt, one year of a little bit of practical and some theory on refrigeration, some some really, really, really basic stuff. So I don't remember how I got this job, but myself and one of my classmates who I had met, we both got a job there at the same time, and we started off at $7 an hour. Now, this is 22 years ago, so I mean, I guess that wage was, was reasonable for, for a couple of guys that really had no experience in the field. We were just there as helpers. We were basically assigned a a person to go with each day, right? Um, But there were some weird things that I found extremely odd within the company. Like the owner of the company, he would say things like, if you're going to change one thermocouple, because back in the day when when unit heaters and stuff had thermocouples in a warehouse, uh, he would say, if you're going to change one, change them all. And he, he kind of used the, the example of a vehicle. If you're going to change one spark plug, you're going to change them all. But it didn't make sense because these were separate machines. They all had their own burners and thermocouples. It just seemed a little shady to me that why would you change all of the thermocouples on all the unit heaters if only one of them was bad? That was kind of his mentality. So it seemed really, really odd up front. Another odd thing is the service manager, and I remember his name. His name was Roly. Well, I think it was Roland, but um, I'm not going to tell you his last name. I don't even remember his last name, but he was an Irish guy. And uh, he liked me. The owner, for some reason, I could tell he didn't like me. But the service manager, he liked me. And he's like, yeah, you're coming with me for the day. So we drove out to a job, and we were there literally for an hour, an hour and a half. And he showed me one thing that day. On On a rooftop, I learned one thing that day. On a rooftop, on the panel that the, uh, the compressor is in, right, there's sometimes little uh, holes, maybe like two-inch hole or a three-inch hole in that panel now those those holes what he told me and and what they seem to be for is so you can put your your hoses of your gauges through hook them up to the system and put the panel back on because it was also exposed to the condenser fan area right so if you have that panel off while you're checking pressures all the air is going to bypass the condenser and it's going to drive your head pressure up. So you got to put the panel back on. And that's what that hole in that panel was for. That's what he showed me that day. And that's that's the only thing I learned about HVAC that day. Because after we were done that, he took me to a pub where (laughs) we played pool and he drank all day. I had a beer. But he drank and made me drive back to the shop at the end of the day. So, a couple shady things going on there. I was given a truck, my own truck. These are some of the mistakes that I made, okay? And, and hopefully, if you're starting out in the trade, you don't do these silly things. But I was 19, and 19-year-old 19 kid, yeah, you make mistakes. And, the, and I, as I was saying in the intro, I'm glad I made these mistakes with this company, because I wasn't going to grow there. I wasn't going to continue to to seek out a career with this company because of the way it was run, run. to begin with. There was just an, an odd feeling about it. But I was given a van, an old piece of junk van. It was dirty inside, hadn't been cleaned. And I was supposed to take the van home and meet whoever I was working with the next day on a job site. So that very first night, the, the this is incredible that this happened that, this way. The very first night, I had the van I'm like wow I got wheels I picked up a buddy and we went to Taco Bell <laughs> we ordered tacos and we chilled out in the parking lot and we were facing the main road right um, nowhere near the the shop nor near where the owner lived but as I'm taking a bite of my taco on the main road I see the owner drive by I'm like oh my god what are the chances of that what are the chances so the very next day I go in, the, the van um, was privileges of going home were taken away. My fault. That That's my bad, right? So if you're given a truck, don't abuse it. And if you need to use it for something other than work, if you haven't been given permission for it, it's probably best to ask for permission. That was my bad. I shouldn't have done that, right? The other mistake I made... I was working with this this old tech, this real, real old school guy. He was like, I think he was German. I think his name was Eddie. And he was grumpy all the time, right? So he sent me out for parts in his truck. And I didn't know... He didn't say, go there and get back right away. So <laughs> what I did was... <laughs> I drove into a plaza I grabbed some lunch leisurely ate my lunch because I was starving right because this guy never never took lunch breaks so I felt I was entitled to eat I didn't have a phone I mean at that point in time I didn't have a phone I was 22 years ago cell phones weren't as widely used as they were today so it's not like I could call the guy and say hey I'm just grabbing a bite to eat it was a Friday Friday right beside the place where I grabbed some food was the liquor store I'm 19 I was going out that night I'm I'm gonna go in there and grab (laughs) I'm gonna go in there and grab what I need got what I needed then went to the supplier grabbed what I needed for him and then came back and man it must have been like an hour and a half it took me and when I got back I'm heading up towards where, where the roof hatch is and I just see his legs dangling through the roof hatch swinging and he looks down at me. He goes, where were you? And I'm like, oh, I ate lunch. Uh, <laughs> traffic. <laughs> like the, the 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 excuses started flying out of my mouth. And in the van, I don't know how I thought I'd get away with this. There was a big bag of liquor sitting in between the two seats, with my sweaters or jacket on top of them, hiding them. I didn't think. I didn't. I didn't know how I'd get away with this. So at the end of the day. He drops me off at home. I grab my jacket. And I grab this big, huge brown bag of alcohol. And you can hear, like, things clinging and and tinging inside the bag. And he he clearly knows what it is. And he doesn't say a word. He just looks at me. And I leave, and I'm like, (laughs) have a good weekend. And he was not happy. Because at that point, he knew... That I was out goofing around when I was supposed to be getting parts. So just quickly over the weekend I learned that GRI OEM, alright, they've approved the use of Nylog on their flares. I actually seen a video that's from Gree explaining how to install one of their mini splits. Now in the video, I have to paraphrase because I don't remember the exact wording the gentleman used, but He said, yeah, you can use refrigeration oil. He goes, but frankly, that's old school. And then he goes on to talk about using Nylog and basically telling us about a video to go watch that Refrigeration Technologies has on how to apply Nylog. So just so everybody knows, OEM approved by GRI. And to be honest with you, with the popularity of Nylog and how well it works, I can see other manufacturers eventually giving its approval as well. I opened up that box that I thought was the NAVAC recovery machine, the four-cylinder, and it is. And it's very, very cool. The knob feature, it actually has a push-pull on the knob, which is very, very cool. So if you guys want to check that out, I mean, you can go check that out online. You can go to the NAVAC site, you can go to True Tech Tools site. Right now at True Tech Tools, actually, it's on sale for uh, $1,000 six hundred and seventy dollars I believe but obviously with with anything in the store you can get eight percent discount using code know-it-all except for flute and fleer products this segment of the podcast is brought to you by harago a trades only platform helping you find the right job or the right candidate harago.com best in trade so amazingly enough I was not fired from the job after that and the owner got word I know he did because it was very very recent recently after that uh, after the incident with uh, picking up the the alcohol and taking an hour and a half to to go get parts which should have been half hour 40 minutes at the most I wasn't fired but I was punished and that's the day I quit so when I got into the shop that day the uh the classmate that had started at the same time as me he was going out he got assigned to go out with, with a guy and do some work and I was told to go pick up cigarette butts outside the shop So at that point I'm like eh, you know what I don't want to work here anymore. I, I, I made mistakes, yes, yeah, and I and I those those are the things that I wish I didn't do. But I was being punished, and I didn't like it. Even though I probably deserved it, I was picking up cigarette butts outside the shop while my classmate was out working and learning. So I took the keys that I had in my pocket for the van. I put them on the owner's desk, and I said. I quit and he didn't argue he just said okay and that was it and I and I left very eye-opening experience in retrospect eye-opening in the fact that those mistakes I made early and I'm glad I did it I'm I'm kind of glad I made those mistakes early even though at the same time I regret making them at the time because they were bonehead moves. But making those mistakes made me realize that people people don't stand for that kind of crap from a helper. I mean, if my helper did stuff like that now, I'd be infuriated, and I'm sure anybody listening to this would be the same way. So I quit. Um, and... It wasn't the company that that I was going to work at. It was it was a strange strange company. There was there was a guy that drove around with his dog in the van everywhere. Everywhere he went, his dog was in his van, which I found odd. There was there was a man <laughs> a man and wife install team, which there's nothing wrong with that, but these were two of the roughest looking characters you you would ever see in this trade. Just rough looking characters. Like people that you'd be like, open the door and see them and go, geez, I got to let these two in my house. Um, and then the service manager was an alcoholic, and the owner acted like he was running a shady um, auto mechanic shop. So those were the vibes I got from the company, uh, albeit they didn't get good vibes from me. But like I said, make mistakes early and make mistakes when you're young, but try to avoid making bonehead mistakes like that. Anyway, guys, I just wanted to throw those thoughts out there for you because I drove by that building. I'm like, man, that was, that was a weird time for me in my life, but it kind of shaped me um, from there on in. Anyway, guys, stay safe. Happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.